Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's going on, everybody? Derek Togerson from NBC7. Rich Herrera from 97.3 The Fan. You're watching on the NBC7 Facebook page. I want to let you know, I know a lot of folks kind of were confused last time we did this, that uh, you still get all of your news. You can still find all of that right here on the Facebook page. But we're going to talk some sports here and give you some sports news because, yes, things that happen in the San Diego sports scene is also news, isn't it, Rich? I absolutely think so. And if you need me to, mm -hmm. I can give you some, some news nuggets later. That's fantastic. If you want. So uh, and later today on the news, we will be covering. I See, that, that's do. the voice right there. You have the, the voice for like the, like James Earl Jones, yes. Pipes of God kind this of thing working. This is NBC That's 7. what I wish I had. I don't have this the voice. This is Sports Rap with Derek Togerson. See, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Hello, everybody. Hope you guys are having a great Friday. Now that we move the show over here Friday on the mm -hmm. NBC7 uh, Facebook page on Tuesdays, we're on 97.3, the fans' Facebook page. Correct. So we sit around, we talk some sports. There's lots to get into. Yeah, a ton of us go and get right into it. First of all, the, the kind of the big talking point this week has been, would you pay for your kid to get into a college? I if told you. If you were you. not going to? Okay, you know about this whole you know federal investigation, yes. which, by the way, apparently they were investigating something else and stumbled onto this. So there's yes. something else coming down the pipe somewhere that's going to oh. be really juicy. But would you, if you had the financial means, ever put your kid, if he couldn't get into a school like a, a USC or a Yale, right. but maybe as an athletic entrance he has or she has those kinds of grades would you cheat the system like that to get your kid in wouldn't you do anything for your kid not teaching the lesson of cheating and lying and if you have financial means you can get away with anything no i would not because okay. it's also you're also cheating the other kids who are not getting in at that point well you saw all these um all these uh the hollywood lawsuits. types right five hundred billion dollars a teacher in oakland is suing uh, all of the folks that cheated that paid the money um Especially Uncle Jesse's wife. Yep, Lori Laughlin was on Lori the list. Felicity Hoffman was on the but list. But Lori Laughlin is wearing this for everybody because she's the most well known. She got fired mm -hmm. from her TV gig of the Hallmark Channel. Her daughter lost her gig. I, I read this. Do you realize that her daughter makes forty thousand dollars in Instagram post? Why? Forty thousand dollars in Instagram posts. Like, why does she, she even need to go to college then? I would. I wouldn't go to college. Did you learn anything in college? I learned a lot in college, but be, I did that because of the what I was doing was internships. Okay. I didn't learn anything in class. Class didn't teach me a darn thing. What was in your major? It was, it was communications. Communications. Okay. So when I went into actual working newsrooms, which I got because of being in school and having the access to that course, that's where I learned everything I needed to know about this business. That that was the in that I needed. But okay. other than that, I mean, in actual class, class in college, no, not really. I was an economics major, which they that tell you that works out well for you. That works out well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they say that economics teaches you just enough that you remember to mess you up for the rest of your life. Right. So right, you think you can outthink the system. All right. So who's worse off, the parent that cheated? And we'd love to hear your comments here on Facebook Live. Just write them in here, and we'll read you, uh, read them to everybody. Who's worse? The parents that had the wherewithal and did everything they could to be helicopter tiger moms to get their kids into school, 
or was it the folks who worked the universities that were taking advantage and getting these kickbacks to get these kids in? I'd say it's, it's, it's the coaches who were taking these kickbacks because you're supposed to, if you're the coach of a school and the university and you're dealing with not just the, the morality of trying to lead all these people but you're also dealing with NCAA rules you're dealing with getting other student athletes and you you are actively physically taking away the opportunity for one kid to, to legitimately earn an, an athletic chance to go to school and get a very good education because you're getting a kickback from somebody else who has more financial mean to get that kid in you're you know what you are doing and you're doing it en masse the coaches are worse what say you okay oh wow i think it's got to be the parents because they're teaching the kids not to be responsible not to have accountability so you go to line mommy and daddy's money and yeah. that somehow makes you better our house it's all about accountability because if i'm not here i still need you to be accountable when right. i send you out into the real world so a couple things popped into my mind. Mm -hmm. See, and by the way, we are talking a little bit of news because this is across right. the news as well. Very much true. And um, again, tell us, right? comment right on here. We have uh, Jordan back there who's, uh, who's monitoring the stuff. If you have comments, let us know. We'd love, we'd love to get some debate going on this. What's the line? How far do you go to help your kid? Within, the, within legality, you go to help your kid. But also, how much of this are you helping your kid? How much does this really help your child to give them the... The, a false chance of getting into a school. Now, some of these kids that were getting, you know, passed on the SATs and the ACTs, right. they didn't know that they had somebody cheating for them. They thought they were that smart. They thought they tested that well. You're now giving this kid a, saw, a false sense of self. Now you're really setting the kid up for failure when that kid walks in the real world and he or she realize, what do you mean I can't do that job? Did you, see, did you see my test scores? I know I'm better than this. You're not doing the kids any favors by letting them do this. The other part of it is for college athletics. How big and unwielding has college athletics gotten that you could get a kid who's five foot five, never played football before? 145 pound long snapper. That actually happened. Photoshopped his face on a football player's body and got him into school. That's wow. That's, I'll tell you what I will say, though. the brilliance of this, the re reluctantly I say brilliance, but the brilliance of this is they did in mass go after sailing and, right. and tennis and soccer, which is for sports that don't have the same number of scholarships. Right. And the NCAA does not have the same kind of eyeballs on these types of sports. Like how many sailing scholarships are there? Not enough for even half the did team. Did you know that there so, were sailing scholarships? Exactly. So you go through, the, the coach can go through and say, hey, I've got my five scholarships, but I have 12 people on the team. Well, these are all of my priority walk-ons. So then the school gets them in under different academic parameters, but they don't have to check up on them anymore because they're not writing scholarship checks, they're not writing housing checks, they're not taking care of any of this they would for a student athlete on scholarship. So they get in and then they get forgotten because they become regular students again. Again, don't forget, we want your comments here on Facebook Live. Do you think this is the tip of the iceberg or do you think this is an isolated incident? This is the tip of the iceberg, unfortunately, because like we said, they were investigating something else. Now, I don't know if this is completely related, the other thing they're looking at, and we don't know what it is. You'd assume it would have to be doing something with intercollegiate athletics. Maybe it's tied to the payouts that they talked about with college basketball uh, last year the, that Malik Pope was involved in. It, it could all be tied into that. We don't know how dirty the NCAA is right now, but I'm, I, I think we're going to find out in due time. Should there be something that goes on bigger than this? Because if you've got the scandal where coaches are just flat out paying kids through AAU and the, the sneaker companies are involved, getting kids into certain schools, then you have this. I mean, this seems like it's something that is absolutely toxic and filthy, and it hurts all the kids that are trying to do it legitimately. Do you now have to change the rules? Do you now have to say, you know what? 
we're not going to have different athletic parameters for kids getting in on the academic side. You have to have, there's a level playing field for absolutely everyone. If you do, because they're going to find a way to manipulate any system that you have. If there's a system, someone who wants money will find a way to manipulate it. If you have to do that to keep fair play, what about the kids from you know inner city Birmingham who, want, was who want to go to Auburn to play football because that's their ticket, but they have to get in because maybe their scores aren't quite that good and aren't that big. Now you're hurting all of these kids who are going to get a chance to get an education through football. Yeah, absolutely, because you have so many kids that will come from disadvantaged situations, and that's the only way they're, they're going to go to football, go to college Correct. by athletics. So. This is something that I think we're going to have to keep talking about, but I am with you. I think that there's going to be more shoes that are going to drop, and you're going to see more people get in trouble, and I think it's going to capture more of the top schools. Right now, yeah. USC is the laughing stock around, but I guarantee you they're not the only one. No, Stanford was involved. Yale was involved. There there are some big – University of Texas was involved. You want to talk about – they have their own – TV network. Right. right? Okay. The Longhorn Network. Speaking of rule changes, should we talk about baseball rule changes? Wait a second, can I go back right. to one thing? If I was going to superimpose your head... Onto the rock, of course. Onto the, oh, automatic. I don't have to get that yeah. far. You want to be... You're on the rock to try, oh, to, get, to, try to cheat to get your uh, scholarship to come. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. That, yeah, put me on the rock. All right, which yeah. school, if, you're, if, you're, if your family had the wherewithal and a lack of scruples, what school would you want them to buy you into? What sport am I playing? Uh, you pick. You pick sport. You pick school. Well, I'm a baseball guy. Okay. So. Um, and you went to a darn good baseball school. Baseball school. Did, did, didn't play there, but right. I would. I would. Kevin Costner played there. Kevin Costner did play there. I would probably say. Mark um, went there too. Mark went there. Phil That's Nevin. Good. Look, I'm yeah. I'm impressive today. Phil Nevin went Phil there. Phil Nevin went yeah. there. A few number one picks. Definitely not me. Uh, I would probably I would want to go to a big time school with a great college program. I, would, I mean, I'm wearing an Auburn hat, so I have to say I'd probably want to go play at Auburn. We're play certain, baseball at Auburn. Play baseball at Auburn. Casey Mize, number one overall pick in the draft last year. Uh, you know? Gabe Gross. No, Trey uh, Wingenter. Padres uh, relief pitcher Bo Jackson was a pretty good ball player. I've heard of that Frank guy. Thomas. Yeah, I've heard about there. him. Yeah. He does those commercials. Yeah, precisely. Okay, um, he used to. I, let's He's see. back with is it Geico now? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I would I would want to go to USC. I've I've been a Trojan fan since I was a little kid. I didn't have the money nor the smarts to get in there, mm -hmm. but I'm trying to figure out who would I put my big melon on. Pro, if you were you going to play football? No, I'm going to play. I'm going to play baseball. You going to play baseball? Mike yeah. Trout. Yeah, I would. Put this big old noggin on Mike Trout. Be perfect. It would look. Yours would actually look reasonable. It would with the raw. Yeah, I got I got the guns for that. Yeah, no you question, mine no. would look mine would look silly. Of course, I'd have to be a DH because there's no way that dude moves all that well in the outfield. And uh, he can't play on the infield. I always want to be. What if he was a catcher? Yeah, it was six foot five inch, two hundred seventy pound catcher. That would be awesome. That'd be sweet. I I always want to be a backup second baseman. <laughs> utility, I'm not asking for utility much. Infielder. Utility infielder. I can sit there, drink all the Gatorade I want, eat sunflower seeds no, during the game. Dude, this is why I'm so mad at my parents because I'm not left-handed. Situational oh. lefty, man. You know my son. Situation. I want to be Jesse Orozco and pitch till I'm 80. Do you know my son's left-handed? <laughs> By design. He's got, he's, he's got it licked. You did it right as a parent. Do you want to know what happened? You broke his arm as a right uh, when he was young. Pretty close. Do we have time yeah. for a story? Dude, we always have time for a story. Come on. All right. So Wait, my, get CPS on the line first. <laughs> so yeah. my son's born. Ooh, it's all exciting, everybody. Um, he's under duress as they're delivering. I promise, it's a good story. So they have to have an emergency C-section. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what's going on. They're like, 
rush into the NICU, rush into the NICU. So I'm standing there between my wife and the baby, and I'm like, where do I go? And she goes, go with the baby, go with the baby. So I went with the baby, and they took her back to, to finish everything for the C-section. So we're sitting there, and he was born with a small uh, hole in his lung mm -hmm. that was going to heal, so it wasn't life-threatening, but they had to put him in NICU. So he's got a bubble over his head, he's in NICU, and the nurse comes over and she says, uh, we need to immobilize one of his limbs for his um, his uh, uh, tubes mm -hmm. that they're gonna use to feed him. I said, okay. And she says, "We, as a courtesy, we just ask, uh, what uh, limb would you like to have immobilized? So I said, his right arm. She goes, okay. So she goes, walks off, and she comes back about an hour later, and you know, his poor right arm's, you know, tied to the bed and he can't move he's like you know two hours old right. and she said sir i've done this for a long time she said we just ask as a courtesy normally they say a leg it doesn't really matter what what limb they tie down but i've never had anybody that immediately went right arm and she said what possessed you just to come up with it so quickly and so adamantly i said i want a left-handed pitcher so your t-shirt kid a slider he's for life <laughs> and he's for life and he's left-handed that's awesome. So there you go. That's why Riggs is a. Uh, that's why Riggs is a lefty because his father was so insensitive in the NICU at two, no, no, two no, hours no, no. old. That is not insensitivity. That's not. That is thinking ahead. That's you true. did him more of a favor than any of these parents who are trying to buy their kids into college. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the rules changes in Major League Baseball that everybody's going to see. We just got over at the fan a memo from uh, Major League Baseball saying the innings are going to be sh in between innings are going to be shrunk. From two minutes and five seconds to two minutes. Which means, what do you what do you do in that situation? You have like an ID you have to take out. Yeah. You just have to go back to your advertisers and say, hey, you got to cut, you know, five seconds out of one of you. Sorry. Seconds. Yeah, you got to you got to it. And and it'll save a total of less than two minutes in a in a nine inning game. Well, the big deal is the national games are going from two minutes and twenty five seconds. They get long to two minutes. Yeah. So they now you're cutting long. a lot of time out at that point. So what happens in between innings uh, for a regular season game that's just on television here, 205, right. uh, if it was a national game, it went up to? It was 225, 225 down to two. And if it was Sunday night baseball, it was like 325. Which they get longer. And, and And so do all the playoff games. They get longer. But let me ask you something, Derek, and I, and I want to hear from everybody in Facebook land as well. How many times do you walk away from a game if you're sitting in the stands and complain? Ugh, I would have had a great time with the ball game, but darn it, it took three hours and ten minutes, and I, the game took too long. It, it depends on the kind of game it is. Because I've, I've watched four-hour baseball games that were completely enthralling. Right. And I've watched two-hour and 20-minute baseball games that were boring. The product on the field is more important than the time it takes to play the product on the field. Right. So now, I now we've been dealing with the with the Padres so many years. They've been you know long games, but also not very exciting or entertaining games. But if you are watching a game and it's you know six to five and they're you know runners on base constantly and someone gets a big strikeout or makes a diving play down the third baseline and throws them out of first of if there's excitement going on i don't care how long it takes because i'm enjoying the baseball exactly i would love to know from fans and you can comment what's gonna what are you looking for as far as changes in the game so the changes are uh, we're gonna we're gonna link we're gonna shorten the length in between innings. Mm -hmm. uh, pitchers have to face three batters 
before they come out. So you just can't no, that's go lefty, a rule, that's righty, a rule lefty, this, righty, this lefty, taking, righty. Taking account 2020. 2020. 2020 is one of the three bad rule. And that'll save a lot of pitching changes, situational lefty type stuff. We come in to face one guy and there's another pitching change. I think that'll help because pitching changes do take a few minutes. Okay. Uh, home run derby, they're going to give you more money. But the one, that bucks you the, like, the one that you like is the waiver wire rule, which is impossible to figure out, but they have a trade deadline and then they have a waiver deadline. And the trades go on a little bit longer, and it's a little bit more There's difficult. It's no month. Yeah, right. now they're just going to say, boom, you have to have everybody traded by this point, and then that's it. Right, you July like 30th. I love that rule because when you get with baseball, part of the excitement of it is let's go to basketball. Part of the excitement of the NBA trade deadline mm-hmm. is if the Lakers don't get Anthony Davis on this day, forget it, they're done. Now we have to wait till the offseason. With baseball, it's July 31st trade deadline. Unless you want to go through waivers and you have another 31 days and it's really not that important. There was never that do or die mentality you had to operate by. By doing this and removing the extra waiver wire deals is saying no moves, no trades after July 31st. Now guys can still be placed on waivers, but we're not talking about trades anymore. So it'll be you know minor guys who aren't you know, big time players. Right. That's going to put so much more emphasis and excitement on that day and the days leading up to that because now there's not that safety net for teams to lay back on and say, well, if we can't work out the deal now, we can bring this prospect up and see if he works out or not. Now we don't have to make a trade. They don't have that that safety net anymore. Now is going to be a lot more gambling, and I think that's going to be a lot more exciting for the game. Get a lot more eyeballs on baseball. If NBC7 was going to trade you mm-hmm. to any national network, what would be a fair trade? Like if I was going to trade you to to CNN or a, ESPN, a box of microphone cables, Fox or NBC Sports, a box what could I get for you? A box of these? No, come on, microphone you're cables. Not, you're not Tim no. Fortuna who got traded for a box of baseballs. Where it's, would you want? If you were going to demand a trade, where would you want to get traded to? Demand a trade? Yeah. We we mm. all know how these TV guys are prima donnas. Probably to MLB Network. Okay. Yeah, just because I know, trade you straight up for baseball. Brian Kenny. It's baseball. Oh, that's an even deal. Yeah, fair trade. Because you're gonna have to put up with all the sabermetric talk all the time and bullpenning and stuff. But you know, some of that I agree with, but some of it is just like you need. You need to. It's okay. You you're not. He's not going anywhere. Chill. San Diego's the greatest place in the world. Yeah, exactly. We're not exactly. I mean, People are lining up to try to get in. Here. What, what, what do you do? You get here. You don't. You don't. You don't want to leave. Did I, no. yesterday we were having we were having lunch and I'm just looking outside, sitting on the patio. I'm like. I live here, and Isn't people across the country wish they could be sitting right here. Isn't it great? You know, or or you know, the place I might go back to close to your neck of the woods, like Tampa area, because mm-hmm. I really want to go to. Uh, well, no, the Harry Potter World at Universal oh, yeah, yeah. Orlando, which okay. I've heard is phenomenal, and there's a new Hagrid's ride that's opening yes, in June. That. It's supposed to be absolutely incredible. Uh, we were at Disney last week. Mm-hmm. We went Sunday. Nice. It was awesome. Got there early. Getting ready for Star Wars Land. Went, yeah, went on all the rides, then went home, went back to the hotel, took a nap, came back, stayed till midnight. Perfect day. That's awesome. But I thought about you as I was just eating churros like they're going out of style. Churros are so good. And then riding roller coasters and then feeling ill. Did you actually throw up? No. Did you lose it? No. No, I was. Now, if dead. you were at Magic Mountain, you probably would have lost it. If you go to Magic Mountain, I think it's a prerequisite. Yeah, you're gonna have to get have to because those thrill rides are good. Yeah. Um, NCAA tournament getting going. Yes. Uh, all the uh, tournament, the the league tournaments are right are going on right now. Right. Then we have the NCAA coming up, and then we have uh, NCAA. Uh, action here in San Diego with the Division Two men's and women's round. Correct. That starts tonight. Yeah. Which is really, really cool. You got the UC San Diego women who are 29 and 0. 
They're hosting the Women's Tour uh, West Regional at Remac Arena. Eight teams are there. And then you have Point Loma men who are ranked 10th in the country. That's cool. They've never hosted before. The UC San Diego men are playing there as the number four seeds. You got two local teams. They're over at Golden Gymnasium. That's going to be a heck of a fun time. Basketball in San Diego is a real thing. Do you appreciate the Division Two? Yes, absolutely. Sports, absolutely. Because they're especially fun to watch. because UC San Diego especially has a tremendous program. Like their entire athletic department. That's why they're going Division, Division One in the Big West so soon. I mean, they're sending their Division Two. They're sending five kids to the fencing national championship <laughs> this year. And no joke, the right. five fencers who are going. They're a top fifteen program. You would never expect it. Fencing at UC San Diego, water polo, swim, uh, volleyball, softball, baseball. They're all top 20 programs, men's right. and women's basketball. They do a really, really good job with their sports product there. And they're, just, they're fun to watch. Well, And I think for UCSD, now that they're going into that new conference, mm -hmm. uh, they're going to be playing in one of the best, best baseball conferences in the yeah, country. Yeah, Long Beach State uh, and Santa Barbara. Fullerton, and Fullerton Big West. Man. Yeah, so that's, that's, good that's stuff. a huge baseball conference. Basketball is going to get better. If you're a UC San Diego alumni, get excited. If you haven't jumped on their bandwagon, you should probably start buying gear right now because that is about to explode. It's Over really there. cool. And plus, Remac Arena is a great place to go and hang out and watch a game. Um, it's really nice. Uh, ACC tournament going on, SEC tournament going on. All Zion! Oh, oh, man. All right, so what would you do? So here's oh, the deal. That guy's so good. Zion. He's so good. Uh, from Duke. The beast. He's a monster. He's a monster. Almost blew out his knee, got hurt. Everybody's saying, sit out, don't come back. Mm -hmm. uh, stop playing. You're going to be the number one draft pick in the, in the NBA draft coming up next year. But... He came back, which to me, I love watching him come love back it. and play. Love it. Because he's, he's like the opposite of all these kids during college football that skip the bowl game because they want to get ready for the draft. Yep. If he would have skipped the NCAA tournament, nobody would have said anything to him. But he was he actually some, hurt. All yeah. these football players are not playing because they don't, don't want, want to, to get, get hurt. hurt. He actually strained a, a knee because he literally blew out his shoe. He blew tried to make a cut, shoe. and his shoe just quit on him. It yeah. was amazing. You haven't seen the video. Look it up. It's amazing what happened. I love the fact that he came back. He's playing. And, and he makes all 13 of his shots in the NCAA tournament in the first night back. That, the that's just money. Nuts. But that tells me, just like you were saying, that tells me all I need to know about this kid. He loves the game. He loves his teammates. He wants to go back out there and help his team and his program win a national championship. That is more important. Winning basketball games is more important to him than the potential that he might re-injure something and cost himself a few million dollars. He knows he's going to be a first round. He's a lottery pick if he has one knee at this point. The kid is so good. I love the mentality of this kid. He is the Derek Togerson of college basketball. Let's not get crazy now. Okay, he's, he's, he's almost the, as good as he, Derek Togerson. He's the Rich Herrera Facebook Live presence of That's college true. basketball. What, what can I say? There this is. is this has been awesome. There it is. So, um, but yeah, that kid, man, that kid is just a he's a different animal. His watch you have to watch, watch it, and I can't stand Mike Krzyzewski. I think the guy whines constantly. He's, he's annoying. He rubs How me the wrong way. He's not like Coach K. He just rubs me he the wrong way. He wins, and none of his kids get in trouble. He he just rubs me the wrong way like crazy. Um, the whole all the whininess and he's constantly complaining about everything. I, I, I don't like respect to heck what the guy has done. Right. Do not like his antics on the sidelines. It, he 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 just bothers me. But <laughs> who else is on your list then of people that bother you? Because it seems like you're pretty list. adamant about your list of people that bother you. That's a long list. Give uh, me Nick, a couple. Nick Saban. 
is okay. much like that too. Just Nick because Saban. He doesn't, he doesn't do any his kids any favors, and he's constantly whining about everything. He doesn't realize you need to give a kicker a scholarship because he's a freaking idiot. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I, oh man, guys like that. Mostly, most of the college guys. You, mean, you get to you get to a point where you're a college coach and you're making that much money, right. and you're still manipulating. Right, give me a coach. Kids. Give me a college coach you like. Call a college coach that I like. Um, <laughs> Gary Patterson. The TCU alum over here saying Gary Patterson. Um, You know, man, there there aren't a whole lot of them that are. Isn't that funny? They get to that level of success. Rocky, I mean, I love Rocky Long. Right. Absolutely love Rocky Long. I think he has his kids' best interest in mind. He does things the right way. Not just saying that because we deal with him because he's local and we like Rocky. I think he does things the right way and he's a good guy and he he wants his kids to do well. I like Rocky Long a lot. Uh, We're just talking about UC San Diego. Eric Newman, the head baseball coach over there. Mm -hmm. That guy knows his stuff. He's a good dude. We were talking about, you know, how old it is until you should learn to throw a slider. Right. My 10-year-old wants to learn how to throw a breaking pitch. And I'm no. Like, Chase, I'm not teaching you until you get to 13. Um, he, they want, he's telling me how different ways to throw it, different ways to teach it. Always, no, I always want your, and ready I to I want talk. your son to throw an off-speed pitch. Change give up. him a fastball and give change him a changeup. That's Sit. all he needs. Locate Nothing else. Learn how to locate. And that's what I'm telling him. Learn how to lo- If you can locate your fastball, your 10 you're playing the majors, you're going to be just fine if you put it where you want to put it. There's a lot of guys who got by for a long time throwing 91 miles an hour because they put it exactly where they wanted to put it. Right. Okay, so let's wrap everything up on our on our Facebook Live today with tips for picking the NCAA tournament bracket. So You do not want those from me. I screw it up. I, I, don't, I, I, I stopped filling them out. That's really? That's how bad it got. Okay. I, I stopped filling out the bracket because... It was so much more enjoyable for me to sit and just watch a game and no. not go, oh, I didn't pick this up. So I would get so into it that I like thinking I had to get them all right. Did it ruin the enjoyment of the tournament for me? So I just stopped filling up brackets. Now I'm like, oh, wow, I really hope St. Bonaventure beats Kentucky. This is, this is awesome. You're and it's only, so much more fun that way for you're me. You're the only one in America who doesn't fill out brackets. I know. My I mom fills out a bracket. I also have no idea how fantasy sports work. I don't play. We talk... I, this is even worse than the time that he told us he's never watched uh, Hard Knocks on HBO. Right. No desire. No desire to watch Hard Knocks. That like, guy right there. Because like we said. Come on. you got to help people, though. you okay. got to help people out. Brackets are coming up on Sunday. I'm going to do a Facebook Live show over at 97.3 okay. FanSD uh, and fill out our brackets because we're giving away a big screen TV over there. Ooh. Yeah. Now that one I might actually fill out brackets for yeah. a chance to win the okay, big screen good. TV. Okay, good. You can win the big screen TV. Um, so I'm going to host. I'm going to host. So how do you how do you figure out how do you figure out? Give me some tips that you've always used. What seems to be a good thing is bet coaches. Like you know, you, with horses, mm-hmm. you bet jockeys a lot. Right. Victor Espinosa is usually going to be a pretty good bet. Yeah. Mike Smith's going to be a pretty good bet. Um, Coach K. Mike Krzyzewski. Mike usually a pretty good. Tom Izzo is usually Tom a pretty Izzo? good bet. John Calipari is another yep. guy who bugs me. Who uh, is usually a pretty good bet that they're going to do pretty well in the tournament because they've been there so many times and how to prepare their kids for that kind of stuff. That you know, some, one, and one thing I don't like to do are teams that kind of came out of nowhere and like Tennessee this year. I'd say beware of Tennessee because okay. they got really good for a while, but they don't have that track record, that pedigree, and I don't really know how good they are. They'll probably be a one or two seed somewhere, but I don't think they will play like a one or a two seed. They, they earned it, but I don't think they'll play like... Teams like that that kind of seem like flashing the panty a little bit, Right. those are the ones that I would usually not bet to go all that far into a tournament. First round, I always take the higher seed till I get to about the fifth or sixth, then I try to flip them. 
because they're always, always pick a twelve have, over a five. Yeah, you always t- pick yeah. a twelve over a five. I also like to compare mascots. Yeah, if you just one. pick yeah. mascots and do nothing about basketball, you're going to win. Mm-hmm. A horn frog is going to beat a hurricane. I just had to think of things I could do with my bum oh, finger. An auburn tiger. No, a tiger would totally beat a horn frog. It would just eat it. To eat, just All right, so let's do it. Let's do our own little. Let's do. Right. Let's do. Let's do our own little um, bracketology of mascots for San Diego. So we'll have Point Loma because they're in. Sea right? lions. Uh, we have San Diego State. Aztecs. The Aztecs. We have USD. Toreros. And we have um, UC San Diego UC Tritons. Tritons. Okay. So we'll make SDSU and Point Loma uh, play in the first round, and then. Uh, USD and UCSD. Well, no, wait, 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 wait. Why USD beat San Diego State? So why would USD not get the one seed? Uh, San Diego State's bigger, and I thought of them first. And their no, no, USD. USD's the number one They won more games. All right, USD's the number one seed. USD's number one seed, and they go against. And they'll go against. But, well, by UC San Diego, because remember making this more. Point Loma is the tenth in the country. Okay, so then D- Dalton Amez is right. going to be in the NBA. Okay, so go watch San- his kid play. So he's yeah, being, but this is about mascots. Okay, so we'll do guys. Then you got okay. Sea Lions, Toreros, Aztecs. Who's the, the number one seed? I probably put the Tritons the number one seed. Okay, Tritons because, number one. You know, I love the Little Mermaid ride at California okay, tri- Adventure. Tritons is one. Number two seed is the would be the probably the Aztecs. Aztecs two. And then the Toreros. Toreros. And then the Sea Lions. Sea just Lions. simply because I don't like Sea Lions in general because I'm a fisherman and they steal my bait. Okay, so the number one, the the first round of the tournament, we will feature the the Tritons. Tritons we'll take on the number four seed, which are the, the Sea Lions. Lions. So if you have the battle of the mascots, who wins? Well, the Tritons, because you have the you just skewer. It's, it's Poseidon. You skewer the you skewers. Sea okay, Lions. so they right. advance on Done. to the next round. That's how you make out your bracket. Right. Second round, Aztecs. Toreros. See, that's a tough one because the Torero with, with the it, the the bullfighter, so it's like shifty and can get out of the way of stuff. But the Aztec has like the spear. I don't know. That would be a that that would be a pick'em game for me if I was handicapping. I How think, about you? I, I think Aztecs win simply because if my wife saw the mascots, we've been to lots of USD games, but for whatever reason, when the Aztec mascot walks by, she goes, "Oh." But the Torero also has a sword. It's got the cape and the swords, so I'd say you know I don't. That's a my wife going <sighs> beats the cape and the sword. Aztecs advance uh, on to the next I'll, round. I'll, I'll submit to that. Yeah, right. Aztecs advance into the next round. So now it's the Aztecs taking on the Tritons. A Triton, a battle of pointy things. A, a Poseidon, right? Versus an Aztec. And I got to go with the one with the trident. I think so too. It's like Aquaman type stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Jason think- Momoa wins. Yeah, I think uh, UCSD wins our mascot bracket. Congratulations, UCSD. There you go. And that means that both their men's and women's programs are probably going to win tonight. Absolutely. All right, that's going to wrap it up, right? Nice job. Thank you very much. Good job. Hey, don't forget, opening day's coming up. I'm going to be excited about that. You are? days. Yeah. We're going to Facebook Live out there on opening day as well. It'll be awesome. Petco Park is going to be gorgeous. And and I'm just talking about Manny Machado. It'll be... I'm going to photobomb you and Darnay.
It'll be, yep, Darnie Tripp and I will be doing an On Fryer podcast from out there as I'm well. I'm out there waving. Hey. Yeah, we'll be doing, we know, come on in, we'll all, we'll all yeah, talk absolutely. together. We'll just, we're, just gonna, awesome. we're just going to go live for like three hours straight before the game. Just, Perfect. Just on Facebook Live. Love it. Uh, thank you so much. Don't forget, you can check us out Facebook Live, uh, 97.3, thefansd.com. On or Tuesdays. Nine, the Tuesday on that. Yeah, uh, we'll nine, be over there, and then we'll be back here on yeah, Friday. Yeah, back here on Fridays. And, uh, yeah, so that, that's kind of what we do. We, that's we, it. We talk some sports. We give you a little bit of uh, a little bit of insight, some stories, maybe a little bit of humor, hopefully. You learned out my son's a left-hander, and we learned that UCSD is the greatest mascot in, in town. If you disagree, please comment below. Go Mermaids. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.